Blog Talk Radio. You're a mystical man. Lead us through the sacred land. In the magic, the magic of life. You're a shaman that leads other people. Open to receive the magic like Good morning, everyone, and welcome to my show, Go Within or Go Without Radio. This is Daniel Gutierrez, your host. What a beautiful Sunday morning, and I want to start this morning with uh, a reading from my good friend, David Dillard Wright's uh, book, a, a Mindful Morning. I was reading this morning about finding depth and duration in the present moment and how we when we perceive things that are not going our way that we want them uh, to go the unreflective reactive mind uh, says that we should try harder or push harder or be more aggressive and the internal results of this strategy are passion uh, anger uh, which bear fruit to nervous disorders and you know I, I I see a lot of people pushing uh, and and really, I was sharing with someone yesterday um, that I I make more money when I do nothing, and they were like, "What?" And I said, "It's when I'm willing to let go and allow things to work." Uh, the universe is probably sitting back and going, "You know, take a break, dude. Let me do something, right?" And so I really want to th- I want you to think about that today before we get going on our show. Is that if you're in that space of pushing, 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 that maybe it's time to just let go. It's time to relax in the moment, in the depthness of the moment. And and he says, he goes on to say in his, in his meditation for this morning, is take a, the, the first few minutes of this day, whether you're um, sitting still or actively doing something, to thicken the present moment. I love that. Think, thicken the present moment. Feel these first minutes of the day in all of their texture and liveliness. Notice everything around you and allow the inner dialogue to fade before the day's brilliance. And so today I, I encourage you to, as we think about being mindful, as we, as we connect to this wonderful show we have today, that maybe it's time to just let go and take, a, take the day off as it's meant to be and allow the universe, allow the divine, allow whatever it is that you believe in to just unfold as it should and will without you anyway. So today we have a wonderful show. I'm so excited. We're going to be talking about ancestral healing, how to release and heal the influence of the past in the present for the future. There is a way out and Constellations hold the key. This is what we're going to be talking about today. Folks, my guest today, Gary Stewart, has been uh, internationally recognized exploring invisible family dynamics as a masterful constellation facilitator for more than 18 years. He's a double certified in the work, uh, including Bert Hellinger's Movement of the Spirit Mind facilitators training in Australia. He develops and presents innovative constellation exercising, having facilitated well over 9,000 processes. He is now on the cutting edge of providing training for CHI facilitators and other professionals. He has a book called Many Hearts, One Soul, 
Uh, you can find this on Amazon, and he is the host of Conscious Connection, a Block Talk Internet radio show. So, um, Gary, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Happy Sunday. Yeah, it's a happy Sunday. I, you know, for us here in Los Angeles, it's a gloomy day, and that's a good day for us. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah, all right. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> we get too much sun, so we're overdosing yeah. by D. <laughs> yeah, listen to us. We get too much sun. The people on the East Coast going, shut up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gary, so interestingly enough, this topic of constellations has been uh something that that my uh listenership has been very interested in so i just want to jump in before we get sure. into what you know what is a constellation experience what is a constellation yes absolutely well we're all conscious beings some more conscious than others but as we see in our election cycle this time and uh, don't go there i know exactly not not necessarily anyway but we're all conscious beings and the levels of consciousness we're aware of are up to the individual you know what they're tuned into but all of us no matter how tuned in or not tuned in we are are affected by let's say our ancestral consciousness so if you look at um, science, is meeting, science is meeting spirituality right now anyway. And um, yes, it is. if you look at J. Craig Venter, he's the decoder of the human genome. Uh, he said that there was an invisible force that's creating the genetic expression of our DNA. So he said it's being played like a piano by an invisible force. And I believe we're in the chi or the life force of our DNA that includes the ancestral baggage that we're carrying from other people who used to have our DNA. Because if you look at all the different mm. pieces of our DNA, it belonged to someone else before. Sure, we created a new a new thing, but it's a combination of two others, the mothers and the fathers, and there's ancestral baggage energetically held in that DNA. And the irony is the DNA actually gives us the connection to those people who own that DNA before we inherited it. So we're in a continual timeless loop, really, with our ancestral line now what's amazing about constellations and i know you're familiar with shamanism it's like we're connected yes. to our ancestors in the spirit world simultaneously yes. while we're in the world world of the living and it's great to use this modality as the key to unlock the world of the dead which we all come from a long line of dead people and we have access to that in the instantaneous way with constellations you know what's interesting, Gary, and I want to make this – I could just see some people uh, listening to this and going, oh, come on, Gary. So I, yeah. I, want, to make, I want to put this sure, in perspective for, for, for sure. those of you that were thinking that. Um, have you ever had a thought or an idea that when you did it, you said, oh, I did it because my grandmother did it or her grandmother did it? That's what he's talking about. That's that connection yeah. there. So, so that – you use the terminology almost instinctively because you recognize that something that your grandmother's grandmother's grandmother did has been passed on. It could be cutting off the ham to put inside the pond before Thanksgiving. It's still connected, right? That's right, what you're talking exactly. about in a different way. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make it real for those people that are going, yeah, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, people, um, yeah, there's patterns. So what we what we discover, so it's called family constellations. A lot of people call it, but I think it's broader than that because it's a complete conscious, timeless loop that we all live in, really. And with our family, different things are inherited. So, you know, along with the freedom to have a new life, there's also chains of the past that bond us. Now, 
I'm sure mm-hmm. people have seen a Christmas Carol where uh, he was chained to the past things that were unresolved and he was enslaved by them. Well, that happens in our family system too. When there's a trauma or drama that happened, and let, let's talk with some big stuff. Say you're Jewish and you have genocide in your family history, or you're Irish and you have the potato famine, and any any Native American, and we have yes. the pale genocide against our first peoples here in America. And all that trauma and drama doesn't necessarily get healed or released in the generation it occurs, but yet the next generation carries elements of that as post-traumatic stress, if you want to look at it that way. And it's we're carrying it because there's a time and space now that may be safer to finally take a breath and go, ah, oh, now we can let this go. Ah, oh, now we can cry the tears that couldn't be cried because they had a fight for survival against an oppressor. So it is a good time to uh, work on ourselves. And when we work on ourselves, we're working actually on our ancestors simultaneously. That's beautiful. And so let's just jump right in. What is what is the experience? You talk about the Constellation experience. Yeah, so Constellations, I had a group last night. I had 20 people at the group, and I had three working clients. Actually, last night was all-distance clients. I do clients from all over the world. So we had a couple in Boise, Idaho, and a gentleman in Detroit. So I picked a person. Even if the client was there, the process would be the same. So I picked a person to represent that person. I have a two-page questionnaire of their family history. So I have a roadmap of the family history dramas and traumas, and um, we we pick a person, or even if the client was there, they pick a person to represent them meeting their goals. So in a way, they're picking a person to have their past already resolved in this field. Well, then we start mm. to see what their body does, and they're twisting and they're turning, and they don't feel good. They feel nauseous. Uh, they're thinking of something else random now. I do not tell the group any family history, and it's so fascinating how they start speaking what's on the page for the client who's not even in the room. And even if the client was in the room, they'd start speaking in terms uh, of what's on that page that no one had any foreknowledge of. So it's absolutely fascinating. So then we start to go backwards in time. So I might add a mother rep. They don't. The person who I I pick or the client picks as a mother rep doesn't know the rep itself, so it's called a representative of the mother. They don't know if they're living or dead. They start responding as though they're the living mother, and they don't have a clue that that mother died 10 years ago. And so mm. it's like the mother is alive in front of the client right now communicating um, messages, whether they're trauma messages or healing messages, whatever it is. We try to get to the source of what traumatized the mother or what created the drama or trauma in the family system. I know by what's written on the page, but the people in the workshop know nothing, and yet here they're recreating a deeper story of what the deeper trauma was. It could be loyalty. It could be betrayal. I mean, we deal with all kinds of things, you know, incest, murder, you name it. I mean, on any given night, we get into some very heavy stuff, but the goal isn't to reenact it. It's to release it from the subconscious mind of the client and their dead ancestors simultaneously. How long does this take? I mean, is this a two-day process? What, what, nope. what, what, 30, to 40, 30 to 45 minutes. I move mountains in minutes. I'm known wow. For that, that's for sure. And I'm very complete. People are quite shaken up. I had a, I had a mother who was uh, there last week. Her son, I'll just give you a, a thumbnail example so people can understand you bet. through that. 
She came, she came in last week. Her son is totally listless, can't get a job, moping around the house, uh, millennial, 20-something. She said, what the hell's the matter with this kid? Nothing I say <laughs> or do will get him to move. And I said, okay, well, uh, let's." Uh, she had attended a workshop, and she really liked the way I work. She had another consolation done by somebody, and I think maybe they were too focused on one thing and didn't see the bigger picture. So, And I didn't ask her what that consolation facilitator did. I said, I'm looking at you as a fresh case. I'm not doing a repeat of someone else's work, and I'll just tune into what I tune in. And uh, she had, uh, it was a second marriage, and she had had a few abortions when she was younger, and then she had an abortion with a child's father, and he had step the, he had stepbrothers and sisters. So it was really a family. We include abortions as full-fledged beings. So really, he was the sixth. He was the last one in the line. And when I brought her into the consolation, she said, but I'm working for my son. I said, he's carrying all this that you have not resolved. You know, mm. and uh, so we were dealing, and there's no judgment. I'm pro-choice. There's no judgment about abortion, but it has a bigger right. effect on the living children than people realize. Um, they can be surrounded by death, and then they don't want, they feel guilty about living because others didn't get the chance to live. And so she was amazed. I brought her in. We looked at her romantic history. We looked at that, and there was no judgment or shame. There's no guilt or shame here. It's just these are the facts, ma'am. And we just finished it, and she was like, wow. So the next day she wakes up, and she she had uh, emailed me. She says, you're not going to believe this. My son woke up and asked if we'd provide a security deposit so he could get his own apartment today and start looking for a job. She didn't tell him the consolation was done. She didn't say that was her goal of the consolation. He had transformed overnight, probably while he was asleep, while we were doing the deep work to heal her. And then in her being healed of her past, her son didn't have to carry it. So he was listless because he was carrying like an hour's worth of heavy, heavy energy that happened before he even was born into the family. Mm. So it was really a gift, and she was so pleased. Her son felt motivated to go live, and it was because she didn't realize he was carrying that heavy energy for her. Therefore, he was incapable of living because he was carrying, like, I don't know, what, three adult relationships, four abortions. I mean, there was like seven seven to ten dynamics he was carrying unconsciously for her. And what I tell people is we swam inside our mother for nine months, so we absorbed every single issue that our mother has. And then, of course, she had a relationship to our grandmother. So we're, we have that relationship through our mother to our grandmother to our great-grandmother. And all those issues, they're in our body because they are our body. We emanated from them. So we have a price by being born, but we're emanating from the divine feminine simultaneously. So it's to disentangle us. So constellations really disentangle us from the past so we can be fully present and have the best future possible. Every single generation wants that, and we have the power. And with this modality, and it's the best that I've found, and I've looked at a lot of them um, you know, as a, as a seeker, so mm-hmm. to speak. And this gets the deepest, fastest results. And I'm an expert at tuning into the invisible. It's like there's a feel within a feel within a feel. It's kind of like for our listeners, the Russian dolls. There's like 10 layers of Russian doll. They're all identical. But so we're going from the core Russian doll, which is a client right now, back to 10 Russian dolls behind, which you could say is 10 generations of grandmothers. And we're seeing what was unresolved, what what trauma didn't get released in their lifetime. So what, what makes it... Uh, 
sacred to me is we're actually healing the dead while we support the living's future. And that's a very mm. profound place to be. And I, my heart goes out to those dead, suffering ancestors because I want them to be happy in the heaven realm while their child or grandson or great-grandson or granddaughter is happy in the physical realm because it's a really short trip. Life is a short trip, and we're going to be with the dead before we know it. So if everyone's happy, <laughs> it's going to be... <laughs> Much more joyful occasion when we arrive. Don't push it, Gary. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Exactly. So how many – let me ask you a question. I'm sure people are asking. Uh, First of all, how do we find you? If somebody's interested in doing one of these even long distance, tell us how we find you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they can just email me, Gary at ConstellationHealingInstitute.com. I do have a a happiness test so you can gauge how happy you you are, and you can just uh, pop your email in and have a free consultation with me. That's www.TestYourHappiness.com. And, of course, I have an 800 number, 800-361-2692. They can always call and have a chat if they'd like. And it's amazing because it affects your whole family system. I cannot tell you how many uh, people come back to me. They never told their family about the constellation. All of a sudden, everyone is different. A client who came, she's worked about three times. She was there last night. Her ancestry is in Norway, and her mother was just a depressed, grumpy person. Her mother is her Facebook friend. She's sending butterflies. The mother is totally (laughs) liberated. She never told her mother about the deep pain about being rejected by her father and pregnant, uh, which we went through, how she was almost an unwanted child in an illicit pregnancy like 35 years ago. And the mother was never told. We worked with her energy about not feeling wanted by her parents. That was her big trauma that she was carrying. And we actually set up a mother and father rep to go back in time to see, oh, they just wanted sex. They didn't want to be parents. And now the child's carrying Mm -hmm. that, oh, they really didn't want me in the first place. And so we went Mm -hmm. through all that process. And a lot of people... Um, who want to be, they don't want to be parents. They want to have a fun night. And all of a sudden, this whole thing is foisted on them and say, oh, now we have to do the right thing. Well, I'm going to leave. I don't want to be a father. Uh, The mothers are always left holding the bag, so to speak. And the mothers Mm -hmm. always stay. You know, because the client wouldn't be here if the mother didn't or agreed to it, even though it was less than ideal. So we found a way to honor that past of the father choosing to leave, the mother choosing to stay, and that's the fate of her life. That's her destiny. That's the price she paid to be alive. That's the price the mother paid to be a mother. And, you know, not to diminish the father, he was, you know, he got the ball rolling, so we honor him even though he chose to leave. And so everyone's honored and respected. Right. So how I'm curious, does it, how many times does a person have to do a constellation? Well, for it a specific what their issues issue. Is. I've had some clients, some fields move slow. It's like uh, what I jokingly say, you have to have some humor in this with all the pain and suffering. It's like doing a root canal. So some family systems, <laughs> like, a, like a, a Holocaust system, a, a, say a family system with Holocaust, the energy may move very slow because they're so traumatized by being incarcerated yes. and murdered. Then that energy can be very heavy and slow moving. And 
it doesn't mean the constellation's not working. And I tell people it's like you have a car that's been in the garage for a long time and the battery's dead. Well, the constellation is adding jumper cables to get that battery revved up again so the car can start to purr and be able to drive. Same thing with the constellation. Sometimes the energy is very heavy. We don't disrespect that heavy energy. We realize the life force has been dampened and repressed by an oppressive force, whether it's a Russian pogrom against Jewish people, uh, starvation, and people having to kill their babies because they didn't have enough food in Ireland, which created tremendous grief, slavery, which they had to leave their ancestors in Africa and be thrown on a boat and starve till they got to the New World. I mean, the levels of trauma that I've dealt with all over the world are amazing. So sometimes it's slower moving than others, but it doesn't mean it's not going to heal at the deepest level. One thing I find with this field, we have to respect what shows up, the way it shows up, and see it as a gift, even if it looks stagnant. Honoring the stagnancy of the life force actually liberates it. And I jokingly mm. tell people it may look like we're in the pit of hell in this room tonight, and it may feel that way to everyone present, but the minute the constellation is done, all of a sudden the spark of life has ignited in the whole family system to have their vitality, happiness, a direct expression, and God forbid joy, uh, breathed back into the family system that endured horrific uh, history, historical traumas. Wow. So this time is going by really quick, but I want to ask yeah. a question that, I, that I'm sure, sure some of my listeners may be asking. Can, can this work for business? I mean, if you have a business that hadn't taken off yes, and you're yes, doing everything I've you can done, and you just many, can't seem to get anywhere. Absolutely. Many businesses um, and organizations, they're like family system. It's like a creative family system. So whatever you're doing in your business – now, on two levels, you have the business issues, but you have your family overlay on the business. And so say you had a dysfunctional family, well, chances are you're going to create a dysfunctional business because that's the mm. patterns that were set by your ancestors. And don't forget, some people inherit businesses or they go into the family business. So all the family dynamics are present. It's like the employees are children or members of the family system. So if the owner of the family take owner of the business takes charge and sorts out his emotional stuff so it's not projected into the business he'll, he or she will have a greater chance of success and that we've done business constellations uh there was a company that had a retooler die it was a 40-year-old company his son was going to inherit the company cuz the father was retiring and they had to let go of all the employees it was a really nuts and bolts business it was it was a lathe business for parts for Hughes aircraft and they don't use that aircraft anymore so or they do the parts overseas so they had to make new parts so we went through how the employees were going to react. We did about three constellations on it because there were different levels that were showing up. How the employees were going to react after 40 years to be told they were being laid off because they couldn't be retrained in this new part. Uh, plus, they were close to retirement anyway. So, um, and amazingly, the client said when we had the meeting, everything that the rep for this person said to the rep of his father in the constellation was repeated verbatim in the severance mm. meeting of this employee. He said it was so spooky that he got a sneak preview of what was going to happen in the constellation. And the resolution we came to in the constellation was as long as you respect and honor and tell him the truth, he will leave happy. 
And sure enough, that was the message they got, that they had to do it that way for the best outcome. And that's what they did, and they had the best outcome. Now they're thriving with this new part. They have all new employees, and it was um, kind of a breeze. So you get a sneak peek. I've dealt with people with immigration issues where we're looking at the national origin of the country they want to emigrate from. And uh, it's so funny when they went, you know, to become a U.S. citizen or they went through immigration, they said they felt like a a breeze was just whifting them right through. There were no snags. And they had done a lot of background Mm. work about feeling they were betraying their homeland by coming to America, betraying their family ancestry by relocating to America from anywhere in the world. So it's amazing how it creates, I don't know, I just, I think it reinforces the the flow, the smooth flow of chi because we've paid attention to something that could possibly uh, get in our way and we're just releasing it so we can have a smooth flow and be happy. I love it. I love it. You have a new book called Master Your Universe. Tell us about yes, that. Yes, yes. So, I, you know, where we're such an entertainment-oriented society, I thought yes. it would be less <laughs> therapeutically threatening. And, oh, I'm doing this therapy constellation. Well, what if your life is a movie and you've chosen unconsciously to be a sequel of your parents' movie and feel you don't have the power to direct and star in your own life? So every person has the right and opportunity to create the movie they would like their life to be. If you want to be a star, if you want to be an extra in someone else's movie, that's absolutely fine. Whatever you want to do is fine. But if you really like to take the bull by the horns and create the movie you want to live in, so you can, we have a choice here. Uh, being alive, we have a choice. We can create a nightmare or a dream come true. So if you have been creating a nightmare on Elm Street, so to speak, that's fine. But if you want to create It's a Wonderful Life or something more positive, you are empowered to do that. And sometimes we just have to look at the movie we came from. It could be we came from Deliverance and we want to uh, be a star in something that's you know much better than that. You know what I mean? And so it's looking at your life that way because a lot of people, I say, well, we deal with heavy perpetrator energy. And they oh, I didn't, we don't talk about this this person or that person. And he did terrible things. But if I say, oh, do you have a Hannibal Lecter in your family system? Oh, yeah, my uncle. He was Hannibal Lecter in our system. It takes that threatening veneer off when you look at a movie role that you can express that, yeah, I have a person like that in my family system and there's less fear. So I wrote right. the book with that in mind. So people would have less fear. It's just either a bad movie, you want to make it into a good movie, or you want to do something totally different than your ancestors and have a comedy after all the tragedy. <laughs> I love it. Making it real for people today. Uh, one more time, Gary. We're out of time already. Um, I'd wow. love for you to give yeah. people again. Yeah, it went by quick. Um, yeah, thank you. Can you give them how they can get a hold of you so they can you know, get sure. this free uh, t- happy test and all this good stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you go to uh, testyourhappiness.com, you can take just a 10-question test. And at the end of it, you got my phone number right there, which is 800-361-2692. And uh, I'll be happy to speak to you. They could also email me directly if they're interested, Gary at ConstellationHealingInstitute.com. I'm also on Facebook, Constellation Healing Institute, and Gary Stewart is on Facebook with different pages. I have a Gary Stewart speaker page as well. So um, I'm all I'm all over the place. Uh, Twitter is at Facilitator Guy. So yeah, I'm really out there, and I'll post this link everywhere for everyone, so they can just uh, tag it or tap on it and get connected that way through the social network loop. 
You bet. Well, gosh, uh, Gary, it's been a pleasure. Uh, we we definitely have to get you back on the air uh, maybe at the beginning of the year and, and sure. really get people to um, think about, you know, we don't have to keep pushing a rock uphill. And sometimes yeah, it's just not in our – it's not in our – control we have to go back a little bit and find out where it was at yeah so yeah, thank you for being on the box, show today so, yeah oh, my pleasure yeah, thank absolutely. you very much Samuel. you bet well folks um that's it for today join us next week where we'll be discussing again with my good friend cynthia reese we're discussing her new book called charity wisdom 12 lessons for becoming a powerful leader uh have a great day today and remember what i said at the beginning of the show get, get present in the thickness of the moment and whatever it is that you've been seemingly wanting to push just let it be for today have a beautiful blessed day until next week if someone hasn't told you today let me be the first or the last depending on where you are in the world i love you uh, thanks very much you bet thank you gary <laughs>